leaders and healers, gamers and claimers, ladies and gentlemen from around the universe, from around the globe, from around the community, welcome to the Power, Purpose, and Passion Podcast. I am your host, Anthony Cheen, speaker, life coach, author, trainer, podcast host, friend, father, husband, son, ready to give you the best of what I've learned, earned, and returned in this beautiful life we call this life, sharing, caring, giving, living, growing, showing, upgrading my life so I can enhance and upgrade your life. Because this podcast is all about helping you claim your power, clarify your purpose, and cultivate your deepest, widest, and highest passions possible. So ultimately, you can show up as a more uh, impassioned, empowered, enriched, upgraded, advanced, enhanced human being so you can ultimately inspire others to do the exact same. Because that's what it's all about, ladies and gentlemen gentlemen, leaders, and healers, all about sharing your gifts to make the world better. Because you know what? The more you share, the more you get to keep, and the more you keep, you know, you lose it for eternity, as well, as I heard one of my mentors said. So let's keep on sharing. Let's keep on caring. Let's keep on spreading this message. Thank you for joining us on a consistent basis. To the many listeners out there, either listening to the show actively or passively, in their car, working out, at work, wherever you are, we love you, and we appreciate you for tuning in. So before we get started on, on the show, I would like to, you know, Cam reminded me to say to the listeners out there, if you really, really love this podcast, um, uh, to help this message spread even more, um, you tuning in is great. You subscribing is even greater. And if, if, if you could maybe leave a five-star comment, and if it's if you really believe this is, if this is five-star material, five-star value in your life, then please leave that on the iTunes, Apple iTunes, because that will actually bring our ratings up and then it'll, it'll, it'll allow, I don't know what the algorithm might be for iTunes, but it might spread our message even more and reach more people. Because man, I truly believe in this message. I believe in what I I have to say uh, wholeheartedly all my wounds all my successes all my failures I, I'll share it all I, I have nothing to hide I'm free to talk about my addictions I'm free, I'm free to talk about the troubles I've had only to to empower you so I can connect with you at a deeper level because oftentimes it's not so much people that people don't really care about your successes it's oftentimes when you hear people go you know I lost 250 grand or I lost my 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 child, or I lost my I lost my wife, or I lost my husband, or I lost my job, or you know I lost my legs, and, and those are the stories that inspire you. It's it's that you went through deep deep suffering and you climbed yourself out of it. And then on a recent post, I on my Instagram, I said something like, "Love and suffering are the two shovels that dig deep into the depths of my life." And the deeper they dig, man, the more humble and wise I become. And with, there's no greater wisdom than spreading love. So thank you for doing that. If you can do that, we really, really appreciate uh, that. Is that right there, Cam? Is that is that how you wanted me to kind of uh, spread that or ask that or ask of our listeners and viewers? Absolutely perfect. Okay. Absolutely right. perfect. Yeah. Fantastic. So how you doing, Cam? You doing okay? Yeah. No, I'm doing fantastic. You know, it's funny. Um, there's there's nothing better than following through on something that you've committed to when it has nothing to do with anybody else but yourself. Um, so it's like what you commit to yourself. When I say Okay, I'm going to fast. I'm not gonna. Res- I'm gonna resist the urge to eat that cracker <laughs> at 9 p.m. Or yeah. even just today, uh, I do this terrible thing and I I hate myself while I'm doing it. But I'll write down on that whiteboard, you know, do 25 squats or like whatever of this and blah blah of that. And I'd write this list, and then as I'm doing, it, I'm like, why did I say I would do this? But I do it. And there's nothing better than that feeling of like following through on something that you've committed for yourself. Um, but there's also, I, I think a fine balance between committing and working hard and pushing through, but also not beating yourself up for not committing. Oh, you know? amen. I'm sure, I'm sure we're going to get into that too. I yeah, mean, of course. I, 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 I think we, we do have to kind of 
balance that with the other side. There's a lot of people that are 100% committed, but they're, they're almost... It's, it's it's that alcohol uh, AA mindset, the addicted mind that says it's like it's there's no black there's only black and white. I'm either perfect and doing absolutely 100, or I'm a complete failure. There's no in between. Let's face it, we're we're in that gray area all the time. We're never absolutely perfect, and we're never absolute failures either. And and what I mean when when I when I define commitment, what I mean is if you're committed to let's say for example serving other people and you do it, you just do it, you do it with all your heart, and you're exhausted and exhilarated. And on days that you you don't feel like you 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 served at the level that you know you can serve, you don't beat yourself up. You reflect on that. You give yourself permission to do that. That's okay. Maybe you needed a day off or whatever it might be. But you're still you get up the next day and you go. Yesterday did end yesterday. <laughs> last night and I'm ready to give as much as I can to this day and I'm committed to that too and I have to say I have to say there are times when I don't feel like doing something as an example this podcast there are times I'm not, I'm going to be real there are times I'm I'm exhausted I've had a tough morning I've been up since 3 a.m. this morning 3 a.m. this morning and I've been going full tilt hard all day all morning and then one o'clock goes around and you have that kind of like oh my gosh I've been giving myself all day I just need to kind of rest here and then Something in me goes, Anthony, you're committed to serving. It's not about you. And as soon as I get on this show, energy returns because I'm not making it about who? Not making it about me. It's about making it about you, the listeners, and making your life better. That's all That's all I'm all about. And that, 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 that sort of reinvigorates my mind, reinvigorates my spirit, and gives me the extra charge to keep on going. So, um, and to that effect there, the power of commitment, you know, if you want to be more committed in your life in whatever journey that you're on, whether it be health-related, business-related, money-related, relationship-related, whatever, spiritual-related, whatever it might be, one of the best ways I can tell you to be committed, to amp up your commitment, is to commit to it, not just personally, like on a chalkboard, for like, as Cam and I do, but to tell people about it. I remember there was that one study, and I'll just kind of review this, and it was one study that this professor did, and he, he drew two lines on a chalkboard and he said to one group, I want you to guess the, the, the length of the two lines on the chalkboard and keep it in your head. Don't tell anybody. And then he told the second group to write their answers down, put it in a sealed envelope and turn it over and don't show anybody. In the third group, he told, write it down and then show everybody their answers. And then he gave sort of a clue about what the length of those two lines were. And he wanted to see the response of the three groups, the one that just kept the answer in the head and the one that wrote it down but didn't show anybody and then the people that actually wrote it down and showed people. What was interesting is the people that kept it in their head, pretty much every single person changed their answers. The people that wrote it down and never showed anybody, about I think 50% of the people changed their answers. The crazy thing, the third group that actually committed, wrote it down and showed people publicly, they didn't change their answers because they committed to it publicly. So that's one of the best ways if you're trying to quit smoking or trying to start a workout exercise program, do it with somebody. Commit to it. Like tell your children, I'm going to be, I'm going to lose 30 pounds by the end of whatever. I'm doing it. I want you to hold me to this commitment or do it with a friend or your best friend or your mother, someone that you admire and say, I'm no longer going to smoke anymore. Write it on a card and say, I'm, I, I appreciate your, and I'm committed to this. And because it, that also, it, it, you, you, you hold yourself to a higher standard too. 
you're okay to fail when you're in your own room by yourself, but when you have some other people involved, it it adds an extra leverage to you. And that's not to say you're gonna fail. You're not gonna fail. I'm not, it's not, you're not gonna be perfect, but it adds the extra layer of commitment. And that's one of the things that I do too. I talk to some of my mentors and I talk to them about some commitments that I, how I, how I could accelerate my growth spiritually. Oftentimes they're not necessarily the answers I'm looking for because oftentimes their answers are you need to slow down and rest. And I'm like, no, I don't want to slow down and rest. Anyway, the point of the matter is, is I'm, and here I, I'm going to read you an excerpt from the book, The Subtle Art of Not Giving an F. And he talks about freedom through commitment. And I'm going to I'll read this for you. When we're overloaded with opportunities and options, we suffer from what psychologists refer to as the paradox of choice. Basically, the more options we're given, the less satisfied we become with whatever we choose because we're aware of all the other options we're potentially forfeiting. And what I've discovered is something entirely counterintuitive, that there's freedom and liberation and commitment. I found increased opportunity and, uh, and upside in rejecting alternatives and distractions in favor of what I've chosen to let truly matter to me. Commitment gives you freedom because you're no longer distracted by the unimportant and frivolous. And he goes on to say, commitment gives you freedom because it hones your attention and focus, directing them toward what is most efficient and making you happy and healthy. Wow, amazing. When you're committed to something, you lessen the distractions. When you're committed to uh, spiritual growth or you're committed to a job or a career or uh, a legacy or a mission or you're committed to your health or your, whatever it is or your children, man, it let you literally, it, 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 it strips away all the layers of what distracts you. And man, we live in a world where we're distracted more than ever. How many times does your cell phone go off cam on apps that you download to remind you that you haven't played that app in a while or remind you of this remind you of that oh man to, i deleted the, all that stuff because oh, exactly. of that because oh, it yeah, would just bother exactly, me exactly exactly and my phone is going off and i have to have to like literally delete that app or my kids download games on it and they'll say hey you haven't played me in a while i'm like oh my gosh i'm like crazy like we're being everyone is fighting for our attention everybody Everybody's fighting for our attention. The question is, what are you fighting for? What are you committed? And, and the more you are committed to a particular mission or a particular objective or goal, the less those things become important. And then you just erase those from th things from your mind uh, uh, unless you are committed. Uh, it literally eliminates everything that's not important what le and it leaves huge room open for what you're truly committed to. And let me tell you something. I... The person that needs to listen to this the most is myself because I am one and I know Cam knows this about me and I know Cam has this too as well at some level. I end up committing to too many things at once and I am getting, getting like everything's pulling me in, in different directions and I am getting, end up getting overwhelmed and overloaded and, and then it, which dissipates my power to really focus on what's really important. So oftentimes we need to recalibrate uh, and re-examine who we are, what we value and what we are committed to. What are you committed to? So I ask you, the listener, the watcher, the people that are watching, what are you really committed to? What are you truly committed to? And I want you to write these three things down. What are three things I'm absolutely certain I'm committed to? And write those three, three, three things down. And like put that on your mirror. I mean, one of the original things that my mentor said, put three objectives on your, on your mirror, write them down, and specifically what those are. What, you're, what goals do you want to uh, you know, achieve, whatever it is, and read them four, five, six, ten times a day. And just read them and read them and recite them. And then imagine that, that they're real. So whatever those three things you're committed to, write them down, put them on your mirror, whatever is on your phone, and let that 
reminder on your phone be your distraction. So it reminds you, recalibrates your mind to focus on what you really want and what's really important. Anything to add to that there, Cam? <clears throat> yeah. Um, uh, I got to word this, this question, but when it comes to commitment, what, because uh, what Tony Robbins says all the time, which I've, I'm just beginning to really understand is people follow through and they commit to their character, to what they identify with. Um, so would you say that, cause I know you're a big, uh, endorser of incantations, affirmations, would you yes. say defining yourself and, and really, um, becoming clear on the kind of person you are committed to being, um, I, cause in my opinion, I think that's probably for myself anyways, one of the greatest ways, uh, I follow through on things is I tell myself who I want to be as a person who I want to show up as to other people. Um, the kind of person I want to bring to my family, to my friendships, to, you know, my relationships with people that I work with, um, to people, you know, over the counter at the corner store. I, I want to be the kind of person whose presence uplifts people. And, and when you, when you define yourself as that kind of person, you no longer, not slack off, but you no longer do the things that are keeping you from be becoming that. You look at, you know, a soda in your fridge and you think to yourself, that's not going to help me become the person that I've defined myself as. So that's not, that's not me. I'm not that kind of person. When someone says I'm not a smoker, then they're not, a, they're not going to smoke. Yeah. Um, but when someone says, oh, you know, I've been a smoker for 10 years, I don't know, they're never going to stop smoking, that kind of thing. Yeah. So uh, that that's one thing that I wanted to add. I'm not sure if yeah, a, no, I, I appreciate that insight because you're right. Because any long lasting change or transformation looking to get to, to achieve or to, to make or to any upgrade you're making, it first comes from the identity, who you are. I remember my original mentor saying that, one of my original mentors saying that, Anthony, you must be before you can do, you must do before you can have. So work on the be part, the being part. Who you are as a human being will determine what you do, what you think, and what you will have in the future in terms of abundance, in terms of you know uh, opportunities, in terms of relationships. Who you are will determine what you do, and what you do will determine what you will have. And so start on working on who you are. As you said, I am a, I'm a huge believer in incantations. I'm a huge believer in meditation and, you know, centering prayer, repeating mantras a hundred thousand times or whatever it takes. Sometimes it takes that to, to really retrain the brain. Uh, as, as it says in the Bible, you know, don't be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Renew your mind. Change the mind. Change, change who you are and it changes everything. Right. So I, I even my, in my book, U2.0, you know, your body is the hardware, your mind is the software and your spirit, your soul, who you really are, a fully encapsulated, loving human divine instrument of, 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 of God or universe or Tao. You are that. And uh, that is the energy that makes the whole hardware and software work. And so if you can connect with that through meditation, through yoga, Tai Chi, I mean, there's many different ways to do it through serving others. I get that when I'm speaking on stage or I'm playing my music in, in front of my church or whatever, whatever it might be. I just, when I'm with my kids and cuddling with them, I, I, I feel that divinity and I just want to share that. I want to know in every interaction that I'm, that I'm in, every single interaction, whether, even if I'm feeling crappy, 
I want that person to feel better about their life. That's honestly, that's my intention. Every time I'm with somebody, how can I make this life person's life just a bit better after we talk? Not because of me, but because of what love has done for me. Not because of me. That's my ego talking. Oh yeah, look at what what I did. No, it's what love has done to me. And um, I'm just, again, a conduit then to share that, to spread that. And that's all I want to be. And that's who I, who that's what I'm committed to. Now, again, I'll fall. You know, and there's that great saying that says, um, those who wrestle with the angel walk with a limp, but they experience the divine. How many people, by a show of hands out there, I can't see you, of course, but have, are walking with a limp that have suffered, that have had troubling times. Everybody has a story. Everybody has a story of, of, uh, of trial and triumph. And the, our, the key is to f- forgive ourselves for our failures. And I'm, I just read in this book, Breathing Under Water, forgiveness is a great line. He defined, Richard Rohr, uh, just, I think it was Richard Rohr that defines it, forgiveness as. Forgiveness is letting go of our need and our hope to change our past. Think about that. <laughs> she put up her hand. <laughs> yeah, I saw <laughs> Yeah, so, so forgiveness is letting go of our need and hope to change our past. We can't change our past. We're letting go of our need and our hope that our past can change. We're just, that's part of forgiveness is letting go and extracting whatever lessons and letting it go. And, and, and honestly, it's not all of a sudden just like this moment of forgiveness. We're like, oh, we transcend, we see the light. It's it's a constant work. And I think I, the, the answer that I've arrived to why life is like that, I think it's to, uh, for for us to continue to remain humble that uh, we're, we're really not in control at the end of the day. I mean, what's beating your heart right now? It's not like you're sitting there inside your heart, beating your heart with a drum. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Or, or you're the one circulating your oxygen and carbon di- dioxide and doing all these things or digesting your food. So um, in any case, whatever you're committed to, I repeat myself, write them down, write three things you're absolutely committed to. Write them down, read them every day, five days, put them on your phone. And there's one thing that I tell my clients, I'll say, what are three words that you wish to show up as? Three words. And I did this with a client recently. And I said, put three words, don't even think about it. And she said, "Um, courageous, um, truthful, and playful. And then she wrote those down. I said, I want you to put that in your phone. And every time you, you read them, I say, courageous. And you think about what that means to you. And then embody that. And you truthful. Close your eyes and feel that truthfulness flowing through your body and your veins. Your mind and body are one. And then the last one, playful. All these other things. How, what does it mean to be playful? And then embody it. And reread it. Re, retrain your body. Retrain your mind. And then new neural pathways will be created. And you'll find yourself in no time living that, embodying those characteristics. So uh, thank you so much uh, for, for joining in on this program, on this podcast. And uh, we appreciate your comments and your questions. And if you could subscribe on any of the platforms, iTunes, especially if you have an iPod or an Apple iPhone and leave a comment, a five-star comment. Um, and we would love that because we could spread our message even more and make the world better, more loving because that's what it's all about, yo. So anyways, <laughs> thank you. <laughs> thank you for thank you for joining us and to your continued upgrade and evolution. Live it up with power purpose and passion god bless queen man this is a hard question to answer yes it is my gosh i it is a hard question but you know what life is hard but then you do it hard as les brown says right so boom let's let's end this episode with love to your endeavors and beyond god bless take care guys